0: Welcome to our Wednesday devotional, on our journey through some of the highlights of Mark's Gospel. Today, we consider chapter five, verses 21 to 43. There are many lessons from this passage, but I can only briefly touch on one. Although in our passage, we see two miracles, they must be viewed as one narrative. Indeed, the effect of seeing the interruption with regard to the little girl, makes the miracle more glorious when it occurs. As our passage opens, Jesus has had a request from one of the rulers of the synagogue. In verses 22 and 23, he fell at Jesus' feet and implored him earnestly saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. The falling at Jesus' feet and his plea show a measure of faith in Jesus. He certainly knew it was not a matter of, can you, but will you? Such faith brings a response from Jesus. He went with the man. And then we get this surprising delay, for Jesus is on a life and death mission, and yet stops for this woman. We're introduced to the woman in verse 25. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And we read on that in verse 26, she spent all her savings on a cure for this 12 years of internal bleeding. Nothing has worked. In fact, she's getting worse and she has no more financial resources. So here is a deep need. She is ceremonially unclean under Mosaic law and so is publicly ostracized. She has lost all her savings and she's getting physically weaker. But we do see her faith in verses 27 and 28. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If I touch even his garments, I will be made well. It was a great faith she had because she believed the power of Jesus to heal was so great that the mere touch of his clothes would result in an instant cure. But it was an imperfect faith, for she thought a touch was necessary and that Jesus would never notice. Her faith was rewarded for in verse 29, immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. But it was not that she had come near enough to touch him that she was healed, it was because she had trusted him. Our faith is also frail, feeble and imperfect, but Jesus is not looking for perfection in our faith before he will act and meet a need. He is looking for our acknowledgement that he is the one to be trusted, that he is the focus in our time of need. I wonder how the child's father is feeling at this point, probably overwhelmed with frustration. Why had Jesus stopped? This woman's had problems for 12 years. Couldn't it have waited for another half an hour? But his faith, of course, is being tested at this point, And that becomes clear in verse 35. There came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? And here is the real test of faith. The daughter is now dead. So who does this man really think Jesus is? Is he, as a servant suggests, just a teacher? Or is he God who can raise the dead? And Jesus will know what is going on in his heart. He is believing, he does have faith, but here is a situation which may make him falter in his faith. So Jesus gives two commands in verse 36. Firstly, do not fear. Secondly, only believe. The first is given to reassure him that the enemy death is not stronger than Jesus. The second is given to encourage him to hold on to Jesus, to trust him implicitly, whatever the circumstances might say. Jesus doesn't beat us with a big stick when our faith falters. He graciously encourages us to keep trusting Him. He seeks to build up our faith. This man's faith was in the right place, in a Saviour who is God. And as J.C. Ryle says, a great miracle is recorded in these verses. A dead girl is restored to life. Join me on Friday.